Hey guys, so this episode, I'm going to talk about death. I want to talk about death, (laughs) fittingly enough, as we enter into the month of October. (laughs) The time of year where we almost give death a little bit of life. You know, like suddenly everyone embraces the dark side of things, the duality, the balance. Funny enough, uh, October is Libra season and Libra is all about balance. Hmm. I find it interesting because this month... Uh, at least where I live anyway, we're going into fall. And fall is the time where nature essentially begins her process of dying. Hmm? Dies for the part of the year until her springtime rebirth. And that's the thing. Um, The death is always a new beginning. Always. See, as humans, we view our lives as leading up to our death. And death is the ending of existence. But it's only the ending of the existence we're currently experiencing. I forget which um, which Harry Potter it was, but... Uh, Dumbledore says something in it, and it's something like, um, he says, after all, to the well-organized mind, death is the next great adventure. And I couldn't agree more, because I believe in energy, you know? Um, I believe the soul continues on, no matter what happens to the physical body, Hmm? But that's not what this episode is about. (laughs) But I mean, we are of nature, right? And everything in nature that dies is reborn. Cycles. The animal that dies in the woods decays and becomes nourishment for the ground and bugs and shit, right? And from that death the earth becomes abundant again, becomes fertile. New life springs up from the ground that once held only death. Me personally, I'm going through a a death cycle myself, and I'm learning to embrace the change. I, I have no idea where I'll be, literally, no idea. A month from now. The way that I'm handling my death cycle is I've decided to become the tower. (laughs) And let me explain that a little, okay? So (laughs) if you're new here, I use tarot. I read cards and I watch other readers. 
um, I really resonate with how the cards can tell a story and offer insight to each individual's intuition and questions posed. Um, really, it's a way to connect within you how to think of situations or current circumstances from, for me, spiritual perspectives and gather other points of view. Uh, so there are major arcana cards in the tarot and they are basically the life story of humanity in a nutshell. <laughs> um, we start out as fools, which is the zero card. Um, you know, not knowing where we're going, but full of excited expectations and adventure awaits, you know. Um, we then start to assimilate to life and begin to realize that we can control ourselves and our surroundings. And in tarot is the one card or the magician. Um, think of it like when the toddler realizes that, wait, I can actually not do something that I don't want to do. Hmm. I can say no. <laughs> Control like that. Uh, magician. Co-creative with the universe. Realizing that by saying no, the reality around the toddler shifts. Hmm? Then we move on to the high priestess, which represents the self. Then you have the empress, the emperor, and so on. And this isn't a tarot lesson, I promise. <laughs> but you can see um, what I'm trying to get at is how the cards start evolving up the steps of what a human life path looks like. And just like our lives, the cycles of the major arcana, they'll repeat. So it's not one big, like, storyline and that's it. Um, like, yes, uh, we start as fools from birth, you know, where we don't know shit and helpless and all that crap. But also, we are fools when we decide to move to a new city or date a new person or start a job in another country, right? Okay. So, in tarot, there's always a stigma around some cards. Some cards always scare people. But, it's important to realize that tarot is not a fortune teller. It's not. It's more of like a uh, guidance counselor, so to speak. If, if the reader is skilled, then the cards will reflect the energy needed to be known for the situation. The problem is, many people view it as an outside source telling them, telling them what to do or how to do it. Or what to avoid. Hmm? No, that's not life. And tarot 
it's not about telling. It's, it's about asking and asking how you, you, the receiver of the information, how can you use the guidance the cards are showing you in and for yourself? That's why it's all about going within and listening to what you hear. And you'll, you'll also hear um, the readers talk about taking what resonates. And, you know, it's not, it's not a, a cop-out to generalize. I mean, yes, of course, some of them can use it for that. Um, but for the most part, it's a good reader will say that because they want to make sure that the person receiving realizes that tarot isn't about making the reading quote-unquote work for your situation. It's more about tuning into your frequency, your inner knowing, and about listening to what you already know at your highest level and trusting yourself and spirit or source or God to get you to your next steps. Hmm? So, yeah, scary cards in tarot. So death is one scary god for obvious reasons um, like the first few words I mentioned in this episode right death is unknown and unknown things are scary to us they shouldn't be but they are <laughs> death is all about growth though and I don't get scared when I see it anymore I mean I used to you know uh, I'm not on a, you know, pedestal or perfect in any way. That's why I talk about these things, because I think, you know, if we can relate to each other, I don't know, the world would be a better place. <laughs> but now, you know, I put in the work, and when I see the death card, uh, I think, ah, okay, so there's going to be a new start somewhere in life something in my life is going to change. Where am I headed next? Hmm? Who will be there? Who do I want there? Why? Hmm? It's like that. Because just like the grass grows fertile under the death of the deer in the woods, the life of us begins again, abundant and fresh, after a chapter in our story meets its death. Hmm? And new beginnings always follow endings. Always. Deaths included. And of course, not all are joyous new beginnings. Hmm? But you are here. And duality is part of being here. Right? I mean, you can feel joy and still have stress and sorrow at the same time. It's not all one or the other. It's not black or white. There's a lot of fucking gray in life, right? <laughs> At least I think there is. So, the one that I was talking about earlier that we have that people can be scared of is the tower. The tower card. So, so many people who get the tower card get nervous. 
You see, in the sequence of the major arcana, the tower comes after the death card in the deck. It actually comes after the devil, too. <laughs> so, basically, we're going along, and we've been through the ending of death, and we're getting accustomed to the new beginning way of life, and boom! Fuck. Here comes a tower. Hmm? You see, the tower is a shake-up all over again. The tower represents... <sighs> it's all about something in life that has been built upon an unstable foundation. The foundation is weak, and the time has come for the tower to fall. After all, nothing in life will grow or be stable if the ground it stands on or, or, or whatever is weakened in any way. From homes to relationships, if the base of that baby is faulty, that whole fucking thing's coming tumbling down eventually. I mean, <laughs> you could try. You could try to patch it, you know, fill the cracks or, you know, lean it on some sticks. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but it'll eventually fall. And I'm not telling you anything you don't know. You already fucking know this. Because the tower, the tower is where we learn to rebuild in our lives with stronger foundations. We learn something didn't work and why it didn't work. And then we adapt and change to that. Mm -hmm. It's very important, these towers, because they show us what we know deep, deep down, again, isn't working for our best path in life. We just often hate to face these truths. <laughs> Death again. <laughs> Death of our comfort zones. But once you get through the tower, you get to the star card. And the star card is all about peace. And it's wish fulfillment. Um, where do you think that shit comes from? Wish upon a star. It all connects very well if you open your mind to look at the connections. The star card is the calm. The calm that comes from learning the lessons of the death. The temptations from the devil and the shake-up of the tower. We learn from the phases in life that at the time seem like the very worst parts. But it's how we grow and become what and who we are meant to be. There is so much more beyond death. There's so much more. I was thinking about this and actually my guides pointed me, uh, they showed me a a dandelion. <laughs> a fucking dandelion. <laughs> uh, was, just roll with me for a second, okay? Listen. So, basically, like, the little yellow dandelion is viewed as a weed. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not good enough, so to speak, to be considered a beautiful flower. But it's actually very good and beneficial to humans in many forms, from the root to the leaves to the flower itself, right? But anyway, the dandelion, it grows like crazy. It grows like crazy. 
And we, we try to spray them, you know, and, and pull them, causing them their own death and tower moments, right? Except once we see one that managed to survive all that, like slipped by us and grew to the end of its little plant life cycle, it becomes something different to us, doesn't it? Uh, rebirth happens in our eyes. A new beauty has come to the dandelion. And we pick those fluffy white-headed dandelions and we blow them everywhere, making wishes. Hmm? See, after death, the dandelion is the wish fulfillment. Just like in tarot, the star star after the chaos. The dandelion grows the way it does because it's meant to. It serves a purpose to humans, but we've been so conditioned to believe it's a nuisance. So the dandelion wishes to grow the way it's meant to, and when its death is imminent, the universe ensures the very people responsible will pick it and blow the seeds, making not only a wish of their own, but fulfilling the dandelion's wish as well, because the seeds spread and the new dandelion life is reborn after the death. Hmm? Sometimes, guys, the things in life that appear to be the death of us are truly the wishes we have been seeking all along. Sometimes, if you won't become the tower yourself and shake things up, the universe does it for you. And if that's the case, then we just have to trust that the universe is coming in to blow the seeds of change for us to make those wishes come true. So, <sighs> don't fear the moments that scare you. My life is about to change in ways I, I can't even imagine. I can't. I can't. And, and when it does, I'll, I'll work through it. I'll probably talk about parts of it. But I just know that I'm not afraid. I mean, it may look scary from where I am now, but the tower has to fall so I can build again where I'm supposed to. Wishes on the way. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I said live in love always, not fear. Winds of change blow in the wishes. And every time you see a dandelion, I hope you pick it and still make a wish. <laughs> so, here's to embracing change and to all the wild and wonderful things that life can bring. Good vibes, my friends. I'm done for now. I'll talk to you all later. Bye!